from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Stone Labanowitz, American citizen, says no to lawsuits, no to litigation. Be a man. If you're assaulted, get up, shake his hand, and say, can I just have an <laughs> autograph, Devante? Yeah, because you got to be nerdy, too, on the other right, hand. Right, right. gets pushed down is a nerdy guy. Yeah, only a nerd. <laughs> only a sissy. Also, Stone thinks he would have stood his ground somehow there. He thinks he wouldn't have failed to right. the ground. I right, might like have Devante fallen. Adams would have sent him barrel rolling yeah. up the tunnel, too. <laughs> I would have fallen, most definitely, but I would have reached out my hand and been like, yo, really, bro? Like, help me up. You just embarrassed me in front of everybody in the, in the country. Now, I do know that Stone, he can act as tough as he wants. Big old D1 college football quarterback Stone Lebanowitz, but if his AC went out, he'd be crying like a baby. Ooh, it's so hot and I'm so sweaty. <laughs> and what I'd say is, hey, hey, wuss. Call EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. If Stone has AC issues, if Theo has AC issues, if you have AC issues, it's EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. Remember it. Commit it to memory. EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. Check them out now. And they're setting up appointment schedules around you. So Stone can say, Oh, EDS, I'm so hot. I get home at 4.15. Can you be there? They say, Stone, going to be there for you. Okay, thank you. Thank you, EDS. EDSAirConditioning.com. Been doing it since 2006. Family owned and operated. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. Who do you put last night's altercation on at the end of the game? Devontae Adams or the cameraman who got sent flying down the tunnel? And has gone to the police pressing charges against Devontae Adams. Theo and I say, and by the way, Theo Dorsey, WP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, in his regular Tuesday spot. Let's re-meet Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights. Uh, he runs this, and he has no sympathy for assault victims whatsoever. Yeah. Theo and I say, yeah, that's textbook assault. Devontae Adams, we get his frustration, but that's on him. He's in this spot, maybe getting suspended, too, yeah. because of his actions. Stone says... Get out of the man's way. He had a tough game. <laughs> that man should be able to run rough shot over wherever he wanted yeah. for like a 15-minute grace period. That's what the greats should get. Yeah. I mean, Stone, dude, I can't believe you're dying on this hill. Hey, let's go. Let's take some calls. We got, the, we got these stones lined up. <laughs> oh, man. Stone really thinks like he is onto something. Carlos is in West Palm. What's up, Carlos? Stone, you're rightfully getting killed for this, and I'm going to continue <laughs> to put some dirt on your grave. I mean... What reality are you living in? Yeah. Like, this is not high school in the 80s. The jocks just can't kick around the nerds. We're in a society. Right. right. We are in a society. <laughs> like, Carlos, this is the stone sounds like the guy who's, like, hanging kids from their underwear uh, <laughs> yeah. in their locker. The guy definitely calling sounds like somebody I would push to the ground. Uh, right. <laughs> right. What we're seeing here, Carlos, is that Stone is just a meat-headed bully at his core. He's a good guy. We like him a lot, but now the real Stone is coming out. The recesses of his brain, he still thinks that he's a high school his bully. His name is Stone. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but, and there's also another point, a component to this. We're acting like this is a paparazzi for Britney Spears that uh-huh. he was getting in his face. Right. The kid was probably like a line runner. Like, like he was just happened to be in his path. Yeah. He wasn't with a massive camera in his face trying to catch some tears. 
Right. And, and Carlos, you're right. He had the orange vest on. He is a credentialed worker. He's allowed yeah. to be on the field and appreciate the call. I mean, Carlos said it perfectly. Stone, we are in a society. A society. Like a society. A functioning, sometimes, society yeah. where we're supposed just, to look out for one Carlos, another. I'll just Some say this. If I saw Carlos in the street, I'd shove him to the ground immediately. Oh, my God. <laughs> Carlos. Uh, don't do it in this state, Yeah, man. I was about to say. Um, this is the wrong state to just randomly be shoving people to the ground or even probably getting within five feet of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Free Stone, state of Florida. In, in fact, Stone, shove me to the ground. I, I could use a little quick. Yeah, yeah actually, <laughs> if we could go into the breezeway here at the Phillips Point Towers, and if you could shove both Theo and I. Yeah. I, just light litigation. Yeah, see, I can go to court knowing that you guys just want the money. Now, this guy, <laughs> yeah, got, this, this, guy this cameraman can hide that, right? That's what he's fighting. But no, he's Stone, hurt. He's assaulted. Stone, man. If, if he was in it for the money, if he was in it for the lawsuit, and Theo and I were telling you this during the break, he did not milk it nearly long yeah, enough. Like, you got to stay on that yeah, ground. That's why I know this is genuine because he's like, oh, that was bad. That hurt. I probably need to get checked out. And yeah. a lot of people around him saw it, too. If this was truly a money grab... Like he'd be, oh, my neck. Yeah. No, yeah. my spine. He'd be like, who's the president? Uh, uh, Grover Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you. What's your name? Ronald Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's well said. Yeah, I'd be faking everything. Oh, for sure. Uh, there'd be no concussion protocol passing from me. Oh, no. I would put myself in the concussion protocol. Uh, Scott is in Jupiter. Hey, Scott. Hey, fellas. I, I got to be honest, I had to go back and watch YouTube because I was so caught up in the uh, outrage about Troy Aikman talking about uh, quarterbacks wearing dresses uh-huh. that I wasn't even aware this happened. But, Stone, I got bad news for you, bro. I'm a retired cop. That's a simple battery. And uh, in this state, he would be charged with a crime. Granted, would it hold up in court? In all likelihood, not. But this kid would get some coins. So yeah. take it for whatever it's worth. It is what it is, bro. Scott, it appreciate is, it. It is what it is. Appreciate it, Scott. What a world we're living in. <laughs> would you push Scott guy, to the ground? Yeah. Well, no, because no. he's a cop. Because he's in handcuffs. <laughs> but, you know, Scott said it best. This kid is looking for some coin. What a world. What a world we're living in. I love. You don't like people getting the money? This, is 20, this ain't how you get the bag. 24-year-old Stone Labanowitz, when discussing this topic, has aged about 50 years. Oh, man. Ugh. Kids these days just <laughs> looking to go to court. Yeah, facts, facts. What is this country going to? Facts. Yeah. Back in my day, we would have rubbed some dirt on it and fought on the playground. No doubt. The guy would ask to take it out back and square up with Devontae back We would have met by the dumpsters Nowadays, at 1230. We're talking about Theo faking a concussion because he wants some coin. I mean, what, how else better can I play that? That's like the best play I could dial up in the playbook, man. You fake a concussion. They can't prove it until, you know, they can't scam me for CTE. I would have full-blown CTE. Hey, here's, here's a thought. Maybe Devontae Adams just shouldn't have done it. Yeah, that that's. I mean, uh, maybe I'm just I'm um, I'm speaking nonsense yeah. here, but maybe Devontae Adams shouldn't have just taken out his frustrations on someone who is allowed to be on the field. He should have pushed Hunter Renfro like that on the sideline or something. If he wanted yeah, to get it out, take on it somebody. out on your teammate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. He wouldn't have sued him. He wouldn't. He can't really. I don't know if he can. I don't know how that works. Maybe he could. I mean, I suppose you could. He it could probably but it would be, be a tough tough locker room situation. <laughs> it would be get real really weird. He's yeah. also not. You know, that's Devontae Adams. It's not know? like this cameraman charged him, like, uh, like, like, was a threat to him. Yeah. He just, 
And it's not like it was a fan who had got onto the field, like with the Bobby Wagner situation. Because at least you could say that fan was in the wrong. He was trespassing on the field. This guy <laughs> yeah, was working his right. job. And Bobby Wagner, by the way, has gotten sued. Yeah. He, if Wagner can get sued, Devontae Adams can. Imagine and this the world we're living in. No, 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 this no. kid hops the fence, but I'm outruns no. the security guards, gets smashed by Bobby Wagner, and he's going to make some coin? I don't really? think he should. So, so here's my Towards thing with Bobby the Wagner. The passer. Was that at SoFi Stadium? It yes. was. Bobby Wagner is a Rams employee. So Bobby Wagner was only playing defense for his stadium like he plays defense for the Rams. He's, this, he's good. This I'll is, be the judge. This is why I said, though, when it happened, and Stone remembers, I said, I don't know if Bobby Wagner should have done that. He's a Rams employee. And they trespassed on Rams property, and Bobby Wagner stopped them. Well, tip, uh, technically, I don't think it's Rams property. I they think don't it's own the SoFi? city of Los Angeles that, that owns Rams, SoFi Stadium. They don't own it? I don't, I don't know. We can double check, but I think it's the city of L.A. or uh, Inglewood, whichever jurisdiction it falls well, under. Well, Inglewood needs to hire Bobby Wagner and act like they did it three weeks ago, and then he's okay. <laughs> they will, but the, the vegan animal rescue saint, though, he, I mean, he played his cards right. Going to make himself some free coin after interrupting the entire billion-dollar industry football I game that was that going on. I hope that guy doesn't get any money. He doesn't deserve any money because mm-hmm. somebody was going to stop him eventually. Bobby Wagner just so happened to do it. The, the guy, that the camera guy or whatever he was, the worker that got shoved by Devontae Adams, <laughs> He was well within his right to be there, and Devontae Adams went out of his way to shove him to the ground. I do like the thought, Bobby Wagner, um, hey, oh, he was a city of Inglewood employee. Yeah. He's, he's got jurisdiction. <laughs> he's he's in Inglewood. He's a, he, he lives in Inglewood. If you need any tips, just call Martin County. Uh, Mike is in Wellington. Mike is on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Mike? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. This question is for Stone. Stone, if you and Ken got a bad day at work, can you go assault someone after your shift's over? Does that make it right that you had a bad day? Because it was uncalled for by Adams. Where did, where I, did mean, I assault the guy? <laughs> oh, my God. What's that? No, I'm saying if you, if, you put, if you lay your hands on someone after a bad day at work, you know, is that just okay then? You know, know, like, can we just start doing that now? Mike, it's not because there isn't 106 cameras. I didn't just make a $6 million game check, and I I didn't just lose a game that might have cost us the season. I had a bad day at ESPN West Palm with Ken Lavica the host of the 12 to 2 show. There's levels to this stuff. I don't stuff. like how you uh, said Ken Levick's name there. I don't yeah, like how you did. I actually feel disrespected. <laughs> and, and so, Mike, here's what, here's what, what? Stone's telling you, Mike. What? Here's what Stone's telling you, Mike. Like, if, if you're elitist, if you make that? money, if you make money, if you're an elitist, if you're, if you're um, uh, a, a, in high-class society in this country, you can do whatever the hell you want. So Stone can say, oh, what a country. But Stone, the reality he's setting out is the most warped view of this country I think that we've put out there so far. And that resonated. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, all right. <laughs> there are kids in the stands. That clearly <laughs> resonated. <laughs> Dead silence. <laughs> there are, there are, there are 20,000 people in the stands rocking a Devontae Adams number 17 jersey. And they what? came to that see this guy matter. play. It's just like, no, I'm saying there's, there's levels. Like, it's different than me right here in the streets of West Palm Beach shoving some lawyer or some guy to the ground. Like the lawyer just, would definitely sue you. Yeah. you know, I was oh, say, what is this country coming to? Well, actually, this is my profession. Ah, America. This is the America I grew up in. It's so, just so, tough, tough, tough for me because I know how emotional these guys get. It just spurred the moment it happened. It doesn't make it right. I'm sure though. Ken yelling at me for doing a bad job on the show or whatever wouldn't have. When you know, have I ever me... yelled at you? You've yelled at me plenty, Ken. I'm I, telling everybody right now. Yelled no, at I'm you. kidding. Ken's never yelled at me, but I, I was putting it in perspective. <laughs> this like, guy. But if, if he, he is now, that's now that's 
Defamation of character. Yeah, defamation of character. Oh, we're gonna. Hey, goodness. we're gonna sue your socks off by the end yeah. of this show, buddy. Turn you on bet the your... turn on the phone pod. We gotta make a call to a lawyer here. Okay, unbelievable. Let me just find the number. Okay. I mean, Jesus, dude, you're just slandering it's me now. It's Pat called Loy- Pat Law. Pat- <laughs> well, yeah. he's a personal injury attorney, but I'm sure he knows somebody that could help me. Um, Karma's uh, tweets in, Ken, you're making it seem like Devontae Adams premeditated this. Stop, bro. I'm not saying he premeditated it, That's not but it there was intent. Once the shove happened, there was intent to assault. I yeah. mean, it was battery. What Scott and Jupiter said, this is at least simple battery. And is Devontae Adams going to jail for this? No. no. Not going to go to jail. But what's going to happen is that it's all there on video. There's going to be a lawsuit, and he's going to rightfully make money, and it's all Devontae Adams' fault that this happened because one moment of clarity for Devontae Adams is all it took for this not to happen. That's all I'm saying. You know yeah. what? You know, I'm the defense attorney for Mr. Devontae Adams here. <laughs> oh, this should be good. The dude startled Devontae. All right. It was all self-defense. You're just taking that from uh, Brian McLovin Rowe. It's our Raiders insider who texted, the dude startled Devontae. It was self-defense. Is that what Brian just texted us? Uh-huh. Now, in this state, I am curious. I am curious. It was self-defense. Scott said, He's a Raiders fan, by the way. In, in Florida, the stand your ground law, I'm pretty sure Devontae Adams could have shot this man in the head and yeah. would have gotten off. Yeah. In the mm. free state of Florida, levels. there's a good chance that the stand your ground law would have made sure Devontae Adams murdered this man, and he would have been, yeah. been on the field the next week. For sure. Hey, no I mean, worries. Where did this, was, this was in Kansas. Was that Arrowhead? Uh, no, Kansas? it's in Missouri. It was, it was in Missouri. Yeah. So, okay, I don't know what Missouri's laws are, but it is the show me state, and Devontae Adams showed him. Yeah, mm-hmm. the guy started him. Who knows if he had intent to hurt him. He jumped right in front of him and got really close, and all Devontae did was, whoa, whoa, back up. And shoved him to the ground. I need to see another camera angle. I want to see the camera angle like from the tunnel pointing towards it to see where the guy actually was. Because the first moment you really see the guy is him getting shoved. Let me really give you guys an analogy. What if we're at Met Gala, right? And Kim Kardashian is wearing a dress, but she can't take these really big steps. Uh And the camera guy, paparazzi, jumps in front of her Uh to the point where she'll go down and embarrass herself in Uh front of everybody after an already bad performance by, you know, like, so Kim pushed him. Like, you got to get out of the way. It's the same thing. Did she... Cock both arms back and then right. go full extension push. Right. Yeah, full to the extension. <laughs> like put all the weight into it, the entire thing. And he had the adrenaline going. He was pushing Bro, corners stop. off of him all day long. Yeah, but the cor- but the game was over. So it's once the game is over, you have to stop playing football. That's kind of part of the rules as well. Can I ask you something, Stone? Yes, were you, you can. a bully? Were you a bully in junior high and high school? I was, to be honest with you, the complete opposite. Really? Of a bully. I was. So I, so you got this bullied? Coming from? I was no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> the bully. I was the one I felt <laughs> as, as He's hanging by his briefs. <laughs> Yeah. No, I was I was always the one that people you know could reside in, or I was always the one to control some of those situations. I take pride in that. So you were the bully defender. You would beat up bullies. I, I, I never never did I beat up a bully, but okay. I was always you know if somebody did get bullied, I was able to kind of you know. He came in on his white stallion and save the day. What is that the like? It's high school hero. Does he have like a station in school where he's like anybody that gets bullied, you come to me and I'm gonna talk uh-huh. it out with you guys. Uh-huh. You're the bully mediator. You know what? What you guys are doing is defamation, I think. No, but, uh, this is slander on my. I'm asking you. No, we're just we're just wondering. We're searching we're, for answers. Yeah, no, we're probing where this meatball brain comes from. I just think it comes from knowing what the emotion feels like after losing a game like that, coming off the field, and I'm not pulling. Though I played before, I'm just saying. No, you, you step. Are. You step. He literally did that. <laughs> that is literally he literally was like, I played football. That is literally what you're doing. Being Devontae Adams or football players, <laughs> you guys are. Do you guys remember when I played football? <laughs> but. 
whole year you ago. You stepped in front of him when he was emotionally triggered, and it was just a spur-of-the-moment thing. So for it to happen, I'm sure he's truly apologetic for it. But now to have given this random guy $100,000, I think that's what really angers me in a situation like this. Yeah, like what well, Theo's talking about faking a concussion yeah. and not moving, and Ken, you're talking about faking being paralyzed. <laughs> but the guy and you were laughing that. about it. And, that's and, the American way. Yeah. Exactly. So you're like, what is this country? No, no, no. That's. I mean, literally. Uh, yeah. Like well, people do. love litigation in this country. People love litigation in this country. So many people come up off of lit- litigation. Our bro. previous president only does is take people into court for lawsuits. <laughs> yeah. Like, so what's more American than him? You know, like, come on. The litigator. Yeah. The uh, litigator in chief. Uh, <laughs> hey, if you if you get bullied, okay, if you get bullied, and you're looking for somewhere to mediate with your bully. Somewhere where you can connect, somewhere that can help you through your issues. There's no place better than Stormhouse Brewing. You can do it with craft beer yes. brewed on site. It is delicious. Yes, A full food menu, you can tell your bully, hey, let's sort through our issues, okay? Well, drink craft beer. It's all local. And there's a full food menu, and the bully's going to say, my God, I've never heard of a local craft brewery with a food menu. And you can say, well, this is my olive branch. I'll show you where. Stormhouse wow. Brewing, wow. North Palm Beach. See, we're bringing people together. U.S. Run, Crystal Cove Commons, Half Mile South, the PGA Boulevard. And you can say, hey, you know what? Maybe we can bond over football or soccer because all of the matches, all of the games are there at Stormhouse Brewing. You can watch them on their well, massive TVs. There's not a bad seat at this place. A ton of room. And you can ask your bully, hey, are you a, a Florida Gators fan? They'll say, uh, why, yes. Yes, I am. Say, well, good news. Stormhouse Brewing, they're a Palm Beach County Gators fan club location. My goodness, we are bringing people together with Stormhouse wow. Brewing. Live music, weekly events, NFL Sunday ticket right there. And chances are this bully likes to drink some beer. Oktoberfest coming October 22nd. Live German band, German food, beers, facial hair contest, and a whole lot more. Bringing people together. Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhousebrewing.com. Crystal Cove Commons. A local craft brewery with a full food menu. Half mile south of PGA Boulevard. That's Stormhouse Brewing. Before we go to break, I just wanted to let you guys know that my mother texted me and she said you were nominated by teachers in Martin County to be on the first anti-bullying program. Wow. Then what happened after that? So things have changed. How about them apples? I yep. tell you what, this man went to college and got corrupted. Yeah, the apple soured. Yeah. Stone, you're a sour apple now. This guy, this guy was a pillar in the community. Stone Lebanowitz yeah. at South Fork High School. Uh, people looked to him as their beacon of safety, as yeah. someone that would take them under his wing. He would come down the hall and say, "Hey, I might be the star quarterback, but kid, stick with me. I'll protect you." And then he went to college. Started drinking some beer. Yeah, it's the beer. And the it's the beers. The beers and the Takis. And, and the Sloppy Joes. And the Sloppy thing. Joes. Yeah. And then he was around just a couple of, of, of a rough crowd there at Southern Illinois. Yeah. And he hasn't been the same <laughs> since. I, I cannot believe the way that Southern Illinois University corrupted once uh. pillar of the community Stone Lebanowitz. I am disgusted yeah. at a good man gone bad. Yeah. It's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. That's Bully Stone. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive 
on ESPN 106.3. Underdog Fantasy, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Mark Cuban, he's an investor. Kevin Durant, yep, he's an investor. And fantasy basketball is on the way. Enter the Double Dribble Tournament, win your share of $200,000 in total prizes. It is super easy. What you're doing this basketball season, you draft two guards, two wings, a big, a flex, 10 on the bench. That's all you have to do. The lineup is set for you each night, and again, you can win a share of $200,000. Stone's playing it. I'm playing it. Promo code WESTPALM, all one word. Get your deposit doubled up to $100 at Underdog Fantasy. UnderdogFantasy.com. Use the app. It is super easy. That's Underdog Fantasy, the best fantasy. UnderdogFantasy.com and the free Underdog Fantasy app. Stone, if we could, let's take a visit to the Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Hut! Green! Hut! Hut! Oh, no. There's a man down. We are starting the divisional series in baseball, the postseason. One of the best stories, the most surprising stories, the Phillies, who are without David Robertson, their reliever. He strained his right calf, jumping up in the air when Bryce Harper homered against the Cardinals in the wild card round. No David Robertson injured while celebrating. Mm, he is mm, out mm, mm. for the division series. That one is tough to explain, and I'm for sure for David Robertson, it's tough with that going public. Yikes. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Here at Ken Levick Alive, we like to think we're on top of the news and we're bringing you the hard-hitting information that you need to make you a more informed American citizen. Mm. We cover the inconvenient news so you know exactly what to do when you head to the ballot box in November. It is time... To further our coverage of the Ataxia on America, the Miami Dolphins, Teddy Bridgewater saga. Teddy Bridgewater knocked out of the game after an apparent episode of Ataxia. One play on Sunday at MetLife Stadium against the Jets changed the entire, the entire complexity of the game. And now we're getting more information as we continue our coverage of Ataxia on America, the Miami Dolphins, Teddy Bridgewater saga. It appears as if the spotter at MetLife Stadium was an athletic trainer Mm. who has absolutely no training in neurology. Instead, an athletic trainer was hired as a spotter at MetLife Stadium. And after seeing the TV footage from WSVN in Miami... There was no stumble, no appreciable change in gait from Teddy Bridgewater, and the spotter high atop MetLife Stadium may have seen something 
that did not exist. Teddy Bridgewater, who is experiencing no concussion symptoms, who passed concussion protocol, and who says that he is 100% healthy, cannot even practice until Thursday because he is now in the expanded concussion protocols because an athletic trainer from the New York, New Jersey area said that he saw an episode of Ataxia with Teddy Bridgewater. All of those things I just said are truth. It's not just a bit. Mm-hmm. That's legitimately why Teddy Bridgewater can't practice through Thursday and why the Dolphins are in serious trouble with the Vikings coming down on Sunday. Teddy Bridgewater with Tua not available. Tua's only in part three of a five-part concussion protocol right now, so he's going to be a no-go against the Vikings. Teddy Bridgewater, who did not suffer a single injury on Sunday, but is in the concussion protocol for something somebody saw that didn't actually happen, that means Skylar Thompson's probably going to have to start the game for the Dolphins Sunday. This is a real thing in the NFL in 2022. Teddy can still, he can still play, though, right? He, he will be able to get through it. He can still play, it. but he's not going to practice it all this week, which is a massive problem. He can't practice until Thursday. Until Thursday. Can't get out on the practice field because he is stuck in concussion protocol for a concussion he doesn't have and didn't have. Mm. That is the overcorrection to what happened with Tua, and that's why this is damaging. Because you have someone who saw a stumble that wasn't actually a stumble. What happens if someone just gets up goes to celebrate, takes a step to his right, and the spotter says, oh, ataxia. How come we had several instances of guys hitting their head on Sunday and the only player who went into the spotter-affiliated concussion protocol because he showed ataxia was Teddy Bridgewater? This is how conspiracy theories start. A New York, New Jersey area employee employed by the NFL, an athletic trainer... Yep. Observing that Teddy Bridgewater had a taxi when he clearly didn't? How do you know? And I'm not saying this happened, but boy, doesn't this send the conspiracy theorists out that say, oh, Jets fan. Took Teddy Bridgewater out of the game. What's to say that's not going to take place mm. moving forward? Because you, need, you used to need to show pretty serious symptoms of concussion for a spotter, a, an unaffiliated doctor. A doctor. That's the key word here. Doctor, not athletic trainer. Actors say, oh, there might be some issues there. Got to go into concussion protocol. And if they pass concussion protocol, they go back out onto the field. Great. Great. But now you just take the guy's helmet if you see ataxia. That's a problem. Yeah, you see where there's a massive problem with that, right? I wonder, and, and you say an athletic trainer as the spotter, and, and I would assume you would have at least some kind of person that has, like, PhD, you know what I'm saying? Like some kind of person that well, has an MD. The person with MD, the person with PhD was in the blue tent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And administered yeah. the concussion protocol, which was passed with yeah. flying colors by Teddy Bridgewater. But because the spotter, the athletic trainer, said, oh, ataxia, by now, definition, new rule in the NFL, couldn't put Teddy back in the game. The that's a productive. problem. So I- we could be talking about somebody who is – a high school football trainer in New Jersey. But they're certified. Friday. Right. But then Sunday came and took a six-figure game check away from Teddy yes, Bridgewater. I don't know if they're making six figures. I, no, no, six-figure game check away from Teddy oh, Bridgewater. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. You're right, you're right. I know what needs to follow this. He's going to get paid. In Legal action. Well, I'm, honestly, like I, I do think this guy the, here. the NFL is going to – or the Dolphins are going to tread lightly on this. They've already shown they're not going to fight it. Um, but I actually – you say it in jest, but it's not wrong. Not legal action, but the NFL, I mean, 
why aren't we investigating this? If the NFLPA cares about hit injuries so much, don't they care about guys getting theirs as well, mm-hmm. getting their money as well? Teddy's Teddy, not losing any money. How's he losing money from this? What if he doesn't hit certain incentive bonuses because he didn't play against the Jets? Yeah, or he didn't get that game check, mm-hmm. which he told his family that he was going to get. He was going to be able to pay. He is going to get the, the game roof over check their head. Is clearing, but any missed game, <laughs> any, any, missed, game any missed possible production, an incentive. Yes, yeah. he, he did miss on. If there are incentives that he needs to hit in his contract, um, which there probably are but some, but yeah, also he missed out too, on that. just from a wider scope. The NFL is in business now with sports books. Sports betting is a very real thing that the NFL lives on now. You can't tell me that Teddy Bridgewater going out on the first play of the game after showing symptoms of something that was never there, in fact, a symptom that was never there, that took him out of the game one play in didn't affect the outcome of Sunday's Dolphins-Jets game. If I was a better, if I was the NFL, I would be furious right now. Yeah. You can't live in the sports betting world and have this willy-nilly, fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants approach to taking players out of the game. You just can't do it. You can't. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be, like you said, there was overcorrection post the Tua injury. There, there has to be some kind of medium, happy ground that we're going to find in, in the coming weeks. I don't expect it to happen fast because the NFL has shown itself to stumble over issues like this time and time again. No but eventually, Oh, yeah, I forgot. And they, the stumbling is how we got here. Yeah, I'm, I'm so true. Some, sometimes you just do it and you're not even trying. No, it was mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Like a taxia. Like a taxia. Ah. Yeah, see? It all ties together. It's in a roll. I just wanted to <laughs> I just <laughs> wanted to to get your feel though. Chris Whittingham uh of the Levitard show. Uh he said something this morning that and I am I am a huge Chris Whittingham fan. He is an ultra talented human being, but I think that this is the easiest simpleton approach to head injuries in the NFL and to preventing head injuries in the NFL. And I think that this is fantasy land stuff from Chris Whittingham. Let's hear it. You're trying to strike this delicate balance of people freak out. There's a, they're showing a fan with his veins. Chiefs visor guy had a moment last night. Pulsating because the game isn't rough enough. And then when the game gets too rough, People like we are emotionally dealing with trauma on both sides, and I think, for me, what ha- what happened with Teddy Bridgewater was not an overcorrection; it was just a correction. And I I do think that if you are being too safe with head injuries, you're being appropriately safe because we uh. know the impacts of double impact syndrome. We know how dangerous this can be. And so for me, the, the notion that this is an overcorrection, yeah, we don't, we can't diagnose a concussion in real time. It's impossible. They have tests. They don't always work. And so you pull the guy out of the game because you don't want a guy to have two concussions in an hour. He might die. This is the reason it is an overcorrection because if that's the standard. So what Chris Whittingham is saying is that, hey, you just can never be too safe. And so if you suspect it, then, hey, being too safe is better than not being safe at all. Except this sport doesn't exist if that's the way that you're going to operate. Right. It can't because you could have someone sprain an ankle and go tumbling to the turf and they get up and they stumble. Up, oh, ataxia, concussion protocol. Can't be too safe, right? Meanwhile, you haven't expanded the rosters. 
You have players dropping like flies. They're not hitting incentives in their contract. It's ruining the quality of the sport. It's completely taken away from the sport. You've opened a Pandora's box. This new, and it is an overcorrection, is bad for the game of football. The priority should always be player safety, but again, common sense and with reason. This is not common sense. This is reason. This is a vast, vast panic reaction to something that took place that looked ugly, but every indication was all the protocols were followed cleanly. And you may just have to eat it that what happened to Tua is something that could occasionally take place. But fine, extrapolate it to every sport. Chris Whittingham, he is the, the radio voice of Inner Miami. So every time a player in soccer heads the ball and doesn't land cleanly on the ground after heading the ball, should we apply what the NFL is doing to soccer? Immediately, that player has to come off the pitch and they're done. You only get five substitutions. Start burning substitutions every time somebody stumbles after heading the ball. Forget not having, for, for, forget not making any contact head-to-head with another player. You've made head contact with something. So what if there's stumble there? What if there's a taxi there? Forget the NFL. But hey, in Chris Whittingham's world, in sports, you can never be too safe. Yeah. So why don't we apply that to soccer? where every time someone heads the ball and they don't have the most clean dismount coming back down from putting their head on the ball. Sometimes the, the velocity on that ball extremely high. Shouldn't we take them out of the game? See why that doesn't stand up? It, it, it just, it's not logical and it's not realistic. You, you say that, but in order for there to be a middle ground reached here, there has to be some people on far on one side and there has to be people on far on, one, on the other side. And then you find that, again, happy medium. I'm not mad at what he's saying. No. Somebody has to be pro-player safety but guy that's all also, through and through. <laughs> right, but that's not realistic. That, that not, is fantasy land uh, analysis. It's also not realistic for us to go back to the way that they were playing in the 80s and 90s. So it's like... No, and I'm not saying they should, but I also feel like if you pass a concussion protocol... You play the game. Unfortunately, it, the way this sport is played... Now, if there's any doubts, the doctor can intervene and say, hey, they can't pass the concussion protocol, but this is what concerned me in the immediate aftermath. I think between, if we want to go back to what started all of this, somebody should have stepped in, and I know the Dolphins are cleared of any wrongdoing. It's because maybe the protocol were too loose, but between the two, a thing that happened Sunday and then again Thursday, somebody in their right mind should have stepped in and stopped that from happening from him suiting back up. So then I, I think you need to give these head coaches almost a quota for, for players they need to pull out of games like and give not reward them, but for instance, Salah needed to have pulled Braxton Berrios mm-hmm. out of the game yeah. and then talking in his post-game presser that, hey, I felt like Braxton wasn't able to go based off of what he showed me. I think coaches need to start pulling a certain amount of players out of games based off of what they feel. Maybe that would appease yeah. NFL player safety people and whatnot, like make them – just not overlook something or find them if they don't catch it. But as far as keeping people out of games, that's it's not okay. Yeah, I, I just I don't know how it's sustainable. The, the NFL operating like this, at the end of the day, you either go over the top with player protection or you just don't have the sport. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. You know, but, that, and the, the, but the latter is, is not The latter's not going to happen because yeah. we're talking about a billion-dollar industry. So you better start figuring it out. Whether you have the stomach for a game, a sport where human beings, large human beings, muscle-filled human beings are flying at one another, you either have the stomach for that or you don't. And sometimes you might have to deal with the consequence knowing that these players understand that they're putting themselves at risk every time they take the field. 
That's all I'm asking. That's common sense. You either watch it or you don't. You can put all of the reasonable safety protocols out there that preserve the integrity of the sport. But if you go past that, then it's no longer the same sport. And that's going to be the eternal battle here. Yeah. It's it's not going to be an easy one for them to figure out, but they're going to have to. You know, that's why smarter minds than us are on it, right? But Hopefully. I also think that what this is, this ataxia, this new protocol, this ain't it. Yeah. This ain't it because this is absolutely not sustainable. You are changing the potential outcome of games. Literally. When someone says, oh, that player stumbled, take their helmet, and they're sitting 75 feet in the air. That's not good enough. And a billion-dollar industry like the NFL – I don't know how they've gotten to that point. Their business ethic, their business ability, their marketing ability so much better than their on-field ability and how they present the sport because as clunky as they are on the field, it is amazing they've gotten to this point because this is clunky and this is bad and this presents bad football and a bad product and sends a bad message to players, honestly, who put their backside on the line every Sunday to get a check and to go out there and support themselves and make a living. This is anti-that. This ataxia protocol is anti-that. And that ruins the integrity of the sport. It does. And to be shamed into it, the NFL being shamed into it, because people show fake concern for these players, is nonsense. There's real concern. From some. From others, it's an excuse just to rip a team or rip the NFL. The Tua thing spiraled out of control because it's trendy as hell to rip the Dolphins. It's trendy as hell to say, ah, they don't know what they're doing. Steven Ross is a fool. What an idiot. Ah, stupid, stupid team. That's why it snowballed the way it did. And then it turned into this scandal. And now it's why nobody cares that Teddy Bridgewater was pulled out with a nonsense overcorrection after one play because it's, well, well, Dolphins got theirs. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I, I think people would have had outrage if it was any quarterback, any team in the Tua situation. But, yeah. yeah. Checks and balances. Tua, he's divisive. The Dolphins, they're a blowtorch of scandal all the time. This was the perfect storm. The perfect storm. And here we are where we're letting someone 75 feet in the air say, oh, stumbled player. And then it ends their game. It's not good enough. It's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Breaking news. I also am in the NFL's concussion protocol. Hey, one of the biggest names in comedy, Jamie Kennedy. Is supporting comics crushing cancer with a special breast cancer awareness show at the Palm Beach Improv. Jamie Kennedy, the actor, the screenwriter, the stand-up comedian. You've seen him as Randy Meeks in the Scream franchise, Jamie Kennedy Experiment, and a ton of other films, including Romeo and Juliet, Bowfinger, and Malibu's Most Wanted. Tomorrow, you can see Jamie Kennedy, the comedian and podcaster right here in West Palm, the Palm Beach Improv, to benefit comics crushing cancer. Purchase tickets, comicscrushingcancer.org. And right now, we've got tickets for you to see Jamie Kennedy. Seventh caller, Jamie Kennedy, tomorrow night at the Palm Beach Improv. Jamie Kennedy, outstanding comedian, especially if you're my age. Jamie Kennedy's a big deal. 
Palm Beach Improv, seventh caller right now. Tickets to see him tomorrow night. Palm Beach Improv. Comedians crushing cancer. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Seventh caller. See Jamie Kennedy tomorrow night at the Palm Beach Improv. Theo Dorsey, he is a man who is going to rip your fantasy team. He hates your team that you root for. He doesn't like your favorite players either. He's a troll through and through. This is time for the Temple of Troll. Congregation, it's time to hear the good word. He prays for your sports pain. Rosiu then rejoices and preaches pettiness. Theo Dorsey is in his bully pulpit in the Temple of Troll. This is the last time I'm addressing this uh, publicly. This is the last time I need to even make mention of it because why continue to kick and beat a dead horse? The Carolina Panthers, this offseason when I announced I was leaving, I was ridiculed. I was called a bandwagon jumper. I told everybody I'm leaving because these guys are putting their faith and trust in Matt Rule and Baker Mayfield. And look at who the hell was right. You're one and four. Your coach is fired. Baker Mayfield is faking a leg injury because he's scared to be, you know, on notice for being benched for P.J. Walker. And now there's about to be a fire sale on the whole team and everybody wants Christian McCaffrey and D.J. Moore. Panthers fans, sorry to you. I left when the uh, when the getting was good. And hopefully you guys have better days ahead of you. But this is the last time I'm addressing those whack Panthers. Nostra Theo got it right. Come on. He knew what was coming with the Panthers. Chiefs kingdom, baby. And now he's full-fledged Chiefs. I will say this, Stone. Theo has managed to – he spent five weeks as a Chiefs fan, and he's already overwhelming as a Chiefs fan. (laughs) I mean, he inherited cocky Chiefs DNA immediately. But, hey, but it's Bill's Mafia this coming Sunday, Ken. Oh, come on. I can't wait to pound those guys. Theo, that's (laughs) – Excuse me. Bye on that note. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Stone Labanowitz, American citizen, says no to lawsuits, no to litigation. Be a man. If you're assaulted, get up, shake his hand, and say, can I just have an (laughs) autograph, Javante? Yeah, because you got to be nerdy, too, on the other end. Right, right. Whoever gets pushed down is a nerdy guy. Yeah, only a nerd. (laughs) Only a sissy. Also, Stone thinks he would have stood his ground somehow, though. He thinks he wouldn't have failed to the ground. I might have fallen. Javante Adams would have sent a barrel rolling up the tunnel, too. (laughs) I would have fallen, most definitely, but I would have reached out my hand and been like, yo, really, bro? Like, help me up. You just embarrassed me in front of everybody in in the country. Now, I do know that Stone, he can act as tough as he wants. Big old D1 college football quarterback Stone Lebanowitz, but if his AC went out, he'd be crying like a baby. Ooh, it's so hot and I'm so sweaty. <laughs> and what I'd say is, hey, hey, what's Call EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is, yes, they're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. If Stone has AC issues, if Theo has AC issues, if you have AC issues, it's EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is, yes, remember it, commit it to memory. EDS Air Conditioning, edsairconditioning.com. Check them out now. And they're setting up appointment schedules around you. So Stone can say, Oh, EDS, I'm so hot. I get home at 4.15. Can you be there? They say, Stone, I'm going to be there for you. Okay, thank you. Thank you, EDS. EDSairconditioning.com. 
Been doing it since 2006. Family owned and operated. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. Who do you put last night's altercation on at the end of the game? Devontae Adams or the cameraman who got sent flying down the tunnel and has gone to the police pressing charges against Devontae Adams? Theo and I say, and by the way, Theo Dorsey, WP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29 in his regular Tuesday spot. Let's re-meet Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights. Uh, he runs this, and he has no sympathy for assault victims whatsoever. Yeah. Theo and I say, yeah, that's textbook assault. Devontae Adams, we get his frustration, but that's on him. He's in this spot, maybe getting suspended, too, yeah. because of his actions. Stone says, get out of the man's way. He had a tough game. <laughs> that man should be able to run rough shot over wherever he wanted yeah. for like a 15-minute grace period. That's what the greats should get. Yeah. I mean, Stone, dude, I can't believe you're dying on this hill. Hey, let's go. Let's take some calls. We got, the, we got these phones lined up. <laughs> oh, man. Stone really thinks like he is onto something. Carlos is in West Palm. What's up, Carlos? Stone, you're rightfully getting killed for this, and I'm going to continue <laughs> to put some dirt on your grave. I mean, what reality are you living in? Yeah. Like, this is not high school in the 80s. The jocks just can't kick around the nerds we're in a society right we are in a society (laughs) like carlos this is the stone sounds like the guy who's like hanging kids from their underwear uh in their locker (laughs) the guy definitely calling sounds like somebody i would push to the ground Uh, (laughs) what we're seeing here carlos is that stone is just a meat-headed bully at his core he's a good guy we like him a lot, but now the real Stone is coming out. The recesses of his brain, he still thinks that he's a high school His bully. name is Stone. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but, and there's also another point, a component to this. We're acting like this is a paparazzi for Britney Spears that uh-huh. he was getting in his face. Right. The kid was probably like a line runner. Like, like he was just happened to be in his path. Yeah. He wasn't with a massive camera in his face trying to catch some tears. Right. And, and Carlos, you're right. He had the orange vest on. He is a credentialed worker. He's allowed yeah. to be on the field and appreciate the call. I mean, Carlos said it perfectly. Stone, we are in a society. A society. Like a society. A functioning, sometimes, society yeah. where we're supposed just, to look out for one Carlos, another. I'll just say this. If I saw up. Carlos in the street, I'd shove him to the ground immediately. Oh, my God. <laughs> Carlos. Uh, don't do it in this state, Yeah, man. I was about to say. Um, this is the wrong state to just randomly be shoving people to the ground or even probably getting within five feet of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Free Stone, state of Florida. In, in fact, Stone, shove me to the ground. I, I could use a little quick. Yeah, yeah. actually, <laughs> if we could go into the breezeway here at the Phillips Point Towers, and if you could shove both Theo and I. Yeah. I, just light litigation. Yeah, see, I can go to court knowing that you guys just want the money. Now, this guy, <laughs> yeah, got, this, want the this, money. Guy, this cameraman can hide that, right? That's what he's fighting. But no, he's Stone, hurt. He's assaulted. Stone, man. If, if he was in it for the money, if he was in it for the lawsuit, and Theo and I were telling you this during the break, he did not milk it nearly long yeah, enough. Like, you, got, you got to stay on that ground. Yeah, that's why I know this is genuine because he's like, oh, that was bad. That hurt. I probably need to get checked out. And yeah. a lot of people around him saw it, too. If this was truly a money grab... Like he'd be, oh, my neck. Yeah. No, yeah. my spine. He'd be like, who's the president? Uh, uh, Grover Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you. What's your name? Ronald Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's well said. Yeah, I'd be faking everything. Oh, for sure. Uh, there'd be no concussion protocol passing from me. Oh, no. I would put myself in the concussion protocol. Uh, Scott is in Jupiter. Hey, Scott. Hey, fellas. I, I got to be honest, I had to go back and watch YouTube because I was so caught up in the uh, 
outrage about Troy Aikman talking about uh, quarterbacks wearing dresses uh-huh. that I wasn't even aware this happened. But, Stone, I got bad news for you, bro. I'm a retired cop. That's a simple battery. And uh, in this state, he would be charged with a crime. Granted, would it hold up in court? In all likelihood, not. But this kid would get some coins. So yeah. take it for whatever it's worth. It is what it is, bro. Scott, it appreciate is, it. It is what it is. Appreciate it, Scott. What a world we're living in. <laughs> would you push Scott guy, to the ground? Yeah. Well, no, because no. he's a cop. Because he put me in handcuffs. <laughs> but, you know, Scott said it best. This kid is looking for some coin. What a world. What a world we're living in. I love. You don't like who would get the money? Uh, this, is 20, this ain't how you get the bag. 24-year-old Stone <laughs> Labanowitz, when discussing this topic, has aged about 50 years. Oh, man. Ah. Kids these days just <laughs> looking to go to court. Yeah, facts, facts. What is this country going to? Facts. Yeah. Back in my day, we would have rubbed some dirt on it and fought on the playground. No doubt. The guy would have asked to take it out back and square up with Devontae back We would have met by the dumpsters Nowadays, at 1230. Nowadays, we're talking about Theo faking a concussion because he wants some coin. I mean, what, how else better can I play that? That's like the best play I could dial up in the playbook, man. You fake a concussion, they can't prove it until, you know, they can't scan me for CTE. I would have full-blown CTE. Hey, here's, here's a thought. Maybe Devontae Adams just shouldn't have done it. Yeah, that that's. I mean, uh, maybe I'm just I'm um, I'm speaking nonsense yeah. here, but maybe Devontae Adams shouldn't have just taken out his frustrations on someone who is allowed to be on the field. He should have pushed Hunter Renfro like that on the sideline or something. If he wanted yeah, to get it out, take on somebody. it out on your teammate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. He wouldn't have sued him. He wouldn't. He can't really. I don't know if he can. I don't know how that works. Maybe he could. I mean, I suppose you could. He it could, would but it would be, be a tough tough locker room situation. <laughs> it would be get real really weird. He's yeah. also not. You know, that's Devontae Adams. It's not know? like this cameraman charged him, like, uh, like, like was a threat to him. Yeah. He just... And it's not like it was a fan who had got onto the field, like with the Bobby Wagner situation, because at least you could say that fan was in the wrong. He was trespassing on the field. This guy <laughs> yeah. was working his right. job. And Bobby Wagner, by the way, has gotten sued. Yeah. <laughs> if Wagner can get sued, Devontae Adams can. And Imagine the world we're living in no, 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 where no, no, this no. kid hops the fence, but I'm outruns you. the no. security guards, Gets smashed by Bobby Wagner, and he's going to make some coin? I don't really? think he should. So, so here's my Towards thing with Bobby Wagner. The passer. Was that at SoFi Stadium? It yes. was. Bobby Wagner is a Rams employee. So Bobby Wagner was only playing defense for his stadium <laughs> like he plays defense for the Rams. He, this, he's good. This I'll is, be the judge. This is why I said, though, when it happened, and Stone remembers, I said, I don't know if Bobby Wagner should have done that. He's a Rams employee, and they trespassed on Rams property. And Bobby Wagner stopped him. Well, tip, uh, technically, I don't think it's Rams property. I they think don't it's own the SoFi? city of Los Angeles that, that owns Rams, SoFi Stadium. They don't own it? I don't, I don't know. Like, we can double check, but I think it's the city of L.A. Or uh, Inglewood, whichever jurisdiction it falls well, under. Well, Inglewood needs to hire Bobby Wagner and act like they did it three weeks ago, and then he's okay. <laughs> he will, but the, the vegan animal rescue saint, though, he, I mean, he played his cards right. Going to make himself some free coin after interrupting the entire billion-dollar industry football I game that was that going on. I hope that guy doesn't get any money. He doesn't deserve any money. Because somebody was going to stop him eventually. Bobby Wagner just so happened to do it. The, the guy that the camera guy or whatever he was, the worker that got shoved by Devontae Adams, <laughs> he was well within his right to be there. And Devontae Adams went out of his way to shove him to the ground. I do like the thought, Bobby Wagner. Um, hey, oh, he was a city of Inglewood employee. Yeah. He's, he's got jurisdiction. <laughs> he's he's in Inglewood. He's a he, he lives in Inglewood. If you need any tips, just call Martin County. Uh, Mike is in Wellington. Mike is on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Mike? Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. This question is for Stone. Stone, if you and Ken got a bad day at work, 
can you go assault someone after your shift's over? Does that make it right that you had a bad day? Because it was uncalled for by Adams. Where did, know? Where I mean, did I assault gonna... the guy? <laughs> oh, my God. What's that? No, I'm saying if you, if you put – if you lay your hands on someone after a bad day at work, you know, is that just okay then? You, you know, know, like, can we just start doing that now? Mike, it's not because there isn't 106 cameras. I didn't just make a $6 million game check, and I, I didn't just lose a game that might have cost us the season. I had a bad day at ESPN West Palm with Ken Lavica the host of the 12 to 2 show. There's levels to this stuff. I don't stuff. like how you uh, said Ken Levick's name there. I don't yeah, like how you did. I actually feel disrespected. <laughs> and, and so, Mike, here's what, here's what Stone's what? telling you, Mike. What? Here's what Stone's telling you, Mike. Like, if, if you're elitist, if you make that? money, if you make money, if you're an elitist, if you're, if you're um, uh, a, a, in high-class society in this country, you can do whatever the hell you want. So Stone can say, oh, what a country. But Stone, the reality he's setting out is the most warped view of this country I think that we've put out there so far. And that resonated. <laughs> he was like, all right. <laughs> there are kids in the stands. That clearly resonated. <laughs> Dead silence. <laughs> there are, there are, there are 20,000 people in the stands rocking a Devontae Adams number 17 jersey. And they what? came that to see this guy matter. play. It's just like, no, I'm saying there's, there's levels. Like, it's different than me right here in the streets of West Palm Beach shoving some lawyer or some guy to the ground. Like, the lawyer just, would definitely sue you. Yeah. you know, oh, what is this country coming to? Well, actually, this is my profession. Ah, America. This is the America I grew up in. It's so, just but, tough, tough, tough for me because I know how emotional these guys get. It just spurred the moment it happened. It doesn't make it right. I'm sure though. Ken yelling at me for doing a bad job on the show or whatever wouldn't have. When you know, have I made ever me... yelled at you? You've yelled at me plenty, Ken. I'm I, telling everybody I right now. Yelled no, at I'm you. I'm kidding. Ken's never yelled at me, but I, I was putting it in perspective. <laughs> this like guy. But if, if he, he is now, that's now that's defamation of character. Yeah, defamation of character. Oh, we're gonna hey, goodness. we're gonna sue your socks off by the yeah. end of this show, buddy. Turn you on bet the your... turn on the phone pod. <laughs> we gotta make a call to a lawyer here. Okay, <laughs> unbelievable. Let me just find the number. Okay. I mean, Jesus, dude, you're just slandering it's me now. It's called Pat Lawler. Pat <laughs> well, yeah. he's a personal injury attorney, but I'm sure he knows somebody that could help me. Um, <laughs> Karmas uh, tweets in, Ken, you're making it seem like Devontae Adams premeditated this. Stop, bro. I'm not saying he premeditated it, That's not but it there was intent. Once the shove happened, there was intent to assault. I yeah. mean, it was battery. What Scott and Jupiter said, this is at least simple battery. And is Devontae Adams going to jail for this? No. no. Not going to go to jail. But what's going to happen is that it's all there on video. There's going to be a lawsuit, and he's going to rightfully make money, and it's all Devontae Adams' fault that this happened because one moment of clarity for Devontae Adams is all it took for this not to happen. That's all I'm saying. You yeah. know what? You know, I'm the defense attorney for Mr. Devontae Adams here. <laughs> oh, this should be good. The dude startled Devontae. All right. It was all self-defense. You're just taking that from uh, Brian McLovin Rowe. It's our Raiders insider who texted, <laughs> the dude startled Devontae. It was self-defense. Is that what Brian just texted us? Uh-huh. Now, in this state, I am curious. I am curious because Scott said. He's a Raiders fan, by the way. In, in Florida, the standard ground law, I'm pretty sure Devontae Adams could have shot this man in the head and yeah. would have gotten off. Yeah. In the mm. free state of Florida, levels. there's a good chance that the stand your ground law would have made sure Devontae Adams murdered this man, be and he would have yeah. been on the field the next week. For hey, sure. No I mean, worries. Yeah, where did this, was, this was in Kansas. Was that Arrowhead? Uh, no, it's outside? in Missouri. It was, it was in Missouri. Yeah. So, okay, I don't know what Missouri's laws are, but it is the show me state, and Devontae Adams showed him. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. the guy startled him. Who knows if he had intent to hurt him? He jumped right in front of him and got really close. And all Devontae did was, whoa, whoa, back up. And shoved him to the ground. I need to that see another camera not angle. What he did. I yep. want to see the camera angle like from the tunnel pointing towards it to see where the guy actually was. Because the, the first moment you really see the guy is him getting shoved. Let me really give you guys an analogy. What if we're at Met Gala, right? And Kim Kardashian is wearing a dress where she can't take these really big steps. <laughs> uh-huh. And the camera guy, paparazzi, jumps in front of her uh-huh. to the point where she'll go down and uh-huh. embarrass herself in uh-huh. front of everybody after an already bad performance by, you know, like, so Kim pushed him. Like, you got to get out of the way. It's but the same thing. Did she cock both arms back and then right. go full extension right. push Yeah, full extension, <laughs> like put all her weight into it, the entire thing. And he had the adrenaline going. He was pushing Bro, corners stop. off of him all day long. Yeah, but the, cor- but the game was over. So it's once the game is over, you have to stop playing football. That's kind of part of the rules as well. Can I ask you something, Stone? Yes, were you, you a bully? Were you a bully in junior high and high school? I was, to be honest with you, the complete opposite. Really? Of a bully. I was. So I was where like, is this bully? coming from? I was no, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> not the bully. I was the one I felt. <laughs> as, 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 <laughs> hanging <laughs> by his briefs. <laughs> yeah. No, I was. I was always the one that people, you know, could reside in, or I was always the one to control some of those situations. I take pride in that. So you were the bully defender. You would beat up bullies. I, I, I never. Never, never did I beat up a bully, but okay. I was always, you know, if somebody did get bullied, I was able to kind of, you know, he came in on his white stallion and save the day. What is the Banner like? High School hero? Does he have like a station in school where he's like, anybody that gets bullied, you come to me and I'm going to talk uh-huh. it out with you guys. Uh-huh. You're the bully mediator? You know what? <laughs> What you guys are doing is defamation, I think. No, but, uh, this is slander on my. Asking you. No, we're just we're just wondering. We're searching we're, for answers. No, we're I, probing I, I, where this meatball brain comes from. I just think it comes from knowing what the emotion feels like after losing a game like that coming off the field, and I'm not pulling. Oh, I played before. I'm just saying. No, you you stepped. You stepped. He literally did <laughs> yeah, that. that literally he literally was like, I played football. That is literally what you're doing. <laughs> Me and Devontae Adams are football players. <laughs> you guys are. <laughs> Do you guys remember when I played football? <laughs> but. Whole year he ago. stepped in front of him when he was emotionally triggered, and it was just a spur of the moment thing. So for it to happen, I'm sure he's truly apologetic for it. But now to have given this random guy a hundred thousand dollars, I think that's what really angers me in a situation like this. Yeah. Like what Theo's talking about, faking a concussion yeah. and not moving, and Ken, you're talking about faking being paralyzed. <laughs> but the guy didn't and you were do laughing that. about it, and that's and, the American way. <laughs> Exactly. So you're like, what is this country? No, no, no. That's, I mean, literally. Uh, yeah. Like, well, people do. love litigation in this country. People love litigation in this country. So many people come up off of lit- litigation. Our bro. previous president only does is take people into court for lawsuits. <laughs> yeah. Like, so what's more American than him? You know, like, come on. The litigator. Yeah. The litigator in chief. Uh, <laughs> hey, if you, if you get bullied, okay, if you get bullied and you're looking for somewhere to mediate with your bully, somewhere where you can connect, somewhere that can help you through your issues. There's no place better than Stormhouse Brewing. You can do it with craft beer yes, brewed on site. It is delicious. Yes, A full food menu, you can tell your bully, hey, let's sort through our issues, okay? We'll drink craft beer. It's all local. And there's a full food menu, and the bully's going to say, my God, I've never heard of a local craft brewery with a food menu. And you can say, well, this is my olive branch. I'll show you where. Stormhouse wow. Brewing, wow. North Palm Beach. See, we're bringing people together. U.S. 1, Crystal Cove Commons, half mile south of PGA Boulevard. And you can say, hey, you know what? Maybe we can bond over football or soccer because all of the matches, all of the games are there at Stormhouse Brewing. You can watch them on their massive TVs. There is not a bad seat at this place, a ton of room. And you can ask your bully, hey, 
are you a, a Florida Gators fan? They'll say, uh, why, yes. Yes, I am. Say, well, good news. Stormhouse Brewing, they're a Palm Beach County Gators fan club location. My goodness, we are bringing people together with Stormhouse wow. Brewing. Live music, weekly events, NFL Sunday ticket right there. And chances are this bully likes to drink some beer. Oktoberfest coming October 22nd. Live German band, German food, beers, facial hair contest, and a whole lot more. Bringing people together. Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhousebrewing.com. Crystal Cove Commons. A local craft brewery with a full food menu. Half mile south of PGA Boulevard. That's Stormhouse Brewing. Before we go to break, I just wanted to let you guys know that my mother texted me and she said you were nominated by teachers in Martin County to be on the first anti-bullying program. Wow. Then what happened after that? So things have changed. How about them apples? I yep. tell you what, this man went to college and got corrupted. Yeah, the apple soured. Yeah. So you're a sour apple now. This guy, this guy was a pillar in the community, Stone Lebanowitz. Yeah. At South Fork High School, uh, people looked to him as their beacon of safety, as yeah. someone that would take them under his wing. He would come down the hall and say, hey, I might be the star quarterback, but kid, stick with me. I'll protect you. And then he went to college. Started drinking some beers. Yeah, it's the beers. And the it's the beers. The beers and the Takis. And the, and, the, and the Sloppy Joes. And the Sloppy thing. Joes. Yeah. And then he was around just a couple of, of a rough crowd there at Southern Illinois. Yeah. And he hasn't been the same <laughs> since. I, I cannot believe the way that Southern Illinois University corrupted once uh. pillar of the community stone the bandwidth. I am disgusted yeah. at a good man gone bad. Yeah. It's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. That's Bully Stone. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Underdog Fantasy, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Mark Cuban, he's an investor. Kevin Durant, yep, he's an investor. And fantasy basketball is on the way. Enter the Double Dribble Tournament, win your share of $200,000 in total prizes. It is super easy. What you're doing this basketball season, you draft two guards, two wings, a big, a flex, 10 on the bench. That's all you have to do. The lineup is set for you each night. And again, you can win a share of $200,000. Stone's playing it. I'm playing it. Promo code WESTPALM, all one word. Get your... Deposit doubled up to $100 at Underdog Fantasy. UnderdogFantasy.com. Use the app. It is super easy. That's Underdog Fantasy, the best fantasy. UnderdogFantasy.com and the free Underdog Fantasy app. Stone, if we could, let's take a visit to the Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Hut! Green! Hut! Hut! No, there's a man down. We are starting the divisional series in baseball, the postseason. One of the best stories, the most surprising stories, the Phillies, who are without David Robertson, their reliever. He strained his right calf, jumping up in the air when Bryce Harper homered against the Cardinals in the wild card round. No David Robertson injured while celebrating. Mm, He is mm, out mm, mm. for the division series. That one is tough to explain, and I'm for sure for David Robertson, it's tough with that going public. 
Yikes. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Here at Ken Levick Alive, we like to think we're on top of the news and we're bringing you the hard-hitting information that you need to make you a more informed American citizen. Mm. We cover the inconvenient news so you know exactly what to do when you head to the ballot box in November. It is time... To further our coverage of the Ataxia on America, the Miami Dolphins, Teddy Bridgewater saga. Teddy Bridgewater knocked out of the game after an apparent episode of Ataxia. One play on Sunday at MetLife Stadium against the Jets changed the entire, the entire complexity of the game. And now we're getting more information as we continue our coverage of Ataxia on America, the Miami Dolphins, Teddy Bridgewater saga. It appears as if the spotter at MetLife Stadium was an athletic trainer Mm. who has absolutely no training in neurology. Instead, an athletic trainer was hired as a spotter at MetLife Stadium. And after seeing the TV footage from WSVN in Miami, There was no stumble, no appreciable change in gait from Teddy Bridgewater, and the spotter higher top MetLife Stadium may have seen something that did not exist. Teddy Bridgewater, who is experiencing no concussion symptoms, who passed concussion protocol, and who says that he is 100% healthy, cannot even practice until Thursday because he is now in the expanded concussion protocols because... An athletic trainer from the New York, New Jersey area said that he saw an episode of Ataxia with Teddy Bridgewater. All of those things I just said are truth. It's not just a bit. That's legitimately why Teddy Bridgewater can't practice through Thursday and why the Dolphins are in serious trouble with the Vikings coming down on Sunday. Teddy Bridgewater with Tua not available. Tua's only in part three of a five-part concussion protocol right now, so he's going to be a no-go against the Vikings. Teddy Bridgewater, who did not suffer a single injury on Sunday, but is in the concussion protocol for something somebody saw that didn't actually happen, that means Skylar Thompson's probably going to have to start the game for the Dolphins Sunday. This is a real thing in the NFL in 2022. Teddy can still, he can still play, though, right? He, he will be able to get through it. He can still play, it. but he's not going to practice it all this week, which is a massive problem. He can't practice until Thursday. Until Thursday. Can't get out on the practice field because he is stuck in concussion protocol for a concussion he doesn't have and didn't have. Mm. That is the overcorrection to what happened with Tua, and that's why this is damaging. Because you have someone who saw a stumble that wasn't actually a stumble. What happens if someone just gets up Goes to celebrate, takes a step to his right, and the spotter says, Up, oh, ataxia! How come we had several instances of guys hitting their head on Sunday, and the only player who went into the spotter affiliated concussion protocol because he 
showed ataxia was Teddy Bridgewater. This is how conspiracy theories start. A New York, New Jersey area employee employed by the NFL, an athletic trainer, yep. observing that Teddy Bridgewater had ataxia when he clearly didn't? How do you know? And I'm not saying this happened, but boy, doesn't this send the conspiracy theorists out that say, oh, Jets fan. Took Teddy Bridgewater out of the game. What's to say that's not going to take place mm. moving forward? Because you need you used to need to show pretty serious symptoms of a concussion for a spotter, a, an unaffiliated doctor. A doctor. That's the key word here. Doctor. Not athletic trainer. Doctor. Say, oh, there might be some issues there. Got to go into concussion protocol. And if they pass concussion protocol, they go back out onto the field. Great. Great. But now... You just take the guy's helmet if you see a taxia. That's a problem. Yeah, you see where there's a massive problem with that, right? I wonder, and, and you say an athletic trainer as the spotter, and, and I would assume you would have at least some kind of person that has, like, PhD, you know what I'm saying? Like, some kind of person that well, has an MD. The person something. with MD, the person with PhD the was in the blue tent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And administered yeah. the concussion protocol, which was passed with yeah. flying colors by Teddy Bridgewater. But because... The spotter, the athletic trainer, said, oh, ataxia. By now, definition, new rule in the NFL. Couldn't put Teddy back in the game. The That's a problem. So uh, we could be talking about somebody who is a high school football trainer in New Jersey. But they're certified. Friday, right. But then Sunday came and took a six-figure game check away from Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know if they're making six figures. No, no, six-figure game check away from Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, gotcha, You're right, right, right. I know what needs to follow this. He's going to get paid. Legal action. Well, honestly, like, I I do think... This guy here. The NFL is going to... Or the Dolphins are going to tread lightly on this. They've already shown they're not going to fight it. Um, But, actually, you say it in jest, but it's not wrong. Not legal action, but the NFL... I mean... Why are we investigating this? If the NFLPA cares about head injuries so much, don't they care about guys getting theirs as well? Mm-hmm. Getting their money as well? Teddy's Teddy, not losing any money. How's he losing money from this? What if he doesn't hit certain incentive bonuses because he didn't play against the Jets? Yeah. Or he didn't get that game check, mm-hmm. which he told his family that he was going to get. He was going to be able to pay. He is going to get the, the roof game check over is clear. But any missed game, <laughs> any, any, missed, game any missed possible production. An incentive, yes. Yeah. He, he did miss on – if there are incentives that he needs to hit in his contract, um, which there probably are but some, but yeah, also he missed out too, on that. Just from a wider scope, the NFL is in business now with sports books. Sports betting is a very real thing that the NFL lives on now. You can't tell me that Teddy Bridgewater going out on the first play of the game after – showing symptoms of something that was never there. In fact, a symptom that was never there. That took him out of the game one play in didn't affect the outcome of Sunday's Dolphins-Jets game. If I was a better, if I was the NFL, I would be furious right now. You can't live in the sports betting world and have this willy-nilly, fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants approach to taking players out of the game. You just can't do it. You can't. Yeah. I mean... There's going to be, like you said, there was overcorrection post the Tua injury. There, there has to be some kind of medium happy ground that we're going to find in, in the coming weeks. I don't expect it to happen fast because the NFL has shown itself to stumble over issues like this time and time again. No but eventually, intended. Oh, yeah, I forgot. They, the stumbling is how we got here. Yeah, I'm, I'm so, sometimes you just do it and you're not even trying. No, it was mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Like a taxi. Like a taxi. Ah. Yeah, see? 
It all ties together. It's in a roll. I just wanted to. I just <laughs> wanted to to get your feel though. Chris Whittingham uh, of the Levitard Show. Uh, he said something this morning that, and I am I am a huge Chris Whittingham fan. He is an ultra talented human being, but I think that this is the easiest simpleton approach to head injuries in the NFL and to preventing head injuries in the NFL. And I think that this is fantasy land stuff from Chris Whittingham. Let's hear it. You're trying to strike this delicate balance of people freak out. There's a they're showing a fan with his veins. Chiefs visor guy had a moment last night. Pulsating because the game isn't rough enough. And then when the game gets too rough, people like we are emotionally dealing with trauma on both sides. And I think for me, what what happened with Teddy Bridgewater was not an overcorrection. It was just a correction. And I, I do think that if you are being too safe with head injuries, you're being appropriately safe because we uh. know the impacts of double impact syndrome. We know how dangerous this can be. And so for me, the, the notion that this is an overcorrection, yeah, we don't we can't diagnose a concussion in real time. It's impossible. They have tests. They don't always work. And so you pull the guy out of the game because you don't want a guy to have two concussions in an hour. He might die. This is the reason it is an overcorrection, because if that's the standard. So what Chris Whittingham is saying is that, hey, you just can never be too safe. And so if you suspect it, then, hey, being too safe is better than not being safe at all. Except this sport doesn't exist if that's the way that you're going to operate. Right. It can't because you could have someone sprain an ankle and go tumbling to the turf and they get up and they stumble. Up, oh, ataxia, concussion protocol. Can't be too safe, right? Meanwhile, you haven't expanded the rosters. You have players dropping like flies. They're not hitting incentives in their contract. It's ruining the quality of the sport. It's completely taken away from the sport. You've opened a Pandora's box. This new, and it is an overcorrection, is bad for the game of football. The priority should always be player safety, but again, common sense and with reason. This is not common sense. This is reason. This is a vast, vast panic reaction to something that took place that looked ugly, but every indication was... All the protocols were followed cleanly. And you may just have to eat it that what happened to Tua is something that it c- could occasionally take place. But fine, extrapolate it to every sport. Chris Whittingham, he is the, the radio voice of Inter-Miami. So every time a player in soccer heads the ball and doesn't land cleanly on the ground after heading the ball, should we apply what the NFL is doing to soccer? Immediately that player has to come off the pitch and they're done. You only get five substitutions. Start burning substitutions every time somebody stumbles after heading the ball. Forget not having for, for forget not making any contact head to head with another player. You've made head contact with something. So, what if there's stumble there? What if there's a taxi there? Forget the NFL. But hey, in Chris Whittingham's world in sports, you can never be too safe. Yeah. So why don't we apply that to soccer, where every time someone heads the ball and they don't have the most clean dismount coming back down from putting their head on the ball. Sometimes the, the velocity on that ball, extremely high. Shouldn't we take them out of the game? See why that doesn't stand up? It, it, it just, it's not logical, and it's not realistic. You, you say that, but in order for there to be a middle ground reached here, there has to be some people on far on one side, and there has to be people on far on, one, on the other side. 
and then you find that, again, happy medium. I'm not mad at what he's saying. No. Somebody has to be pro-player safety but guy that's all also, through and through. <laughs> right, but that's not realistic. That's that, not, that is fantasy land uh, analysis. It's also not realistic for us to go back to the way that they were playing in the 80s and 90s. So it's like No, and I'm not saying they should, but I also feel like if you pass a concussion protocol... You play the game. Unfortunately, it, the way this sport is played... Now, if there's any doubts, the doctor can intervene and say, hey, they can't pass the concussion protocol, but this is what concerned me Somebody, in the immediate aftermath. I think between, if we want to go back to what started all of this, somebody should have stepped in, and I know the Dolphins are cleared of any wrongdoing. It's because maybe the protocol were too loose, but between the two, a thing that happened Sunday and then again Thursday, somebody in their right mind should have stepped in and stopped that from happening, from him suiting back up. So then I I, think you need to give these head coaches almost a quota for for players they need to pull out of games, like, and give not reward them, but... For instance, Salah needed to have pulled Braxton Berrios out mm-hmm. of the game yeah. and then talking in his post-game presser that, hey, I felt like Braxton wasn't able to go based off of what he showed me. I think coaches need to start pulling a certain amount of players out of games based off of what they feel. Maybe that would appease yeah. NFL player safety people and whatnot, like make them just not overlook something or find them if they don't catch it. But as far as keeping people out of games, that's it's not okay. Yeah, I, I, just, I don't know how it's sustainable. The, the NFL operating like this, at the end of the day, you either go over the top with player protection or you just don't have the sport. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. You know, but, that, and the, the, but the latter is, is not The latter's not going to happen because yeah. we're talking about a billion dollar industry. So you better start figuring it out. Whether you have the stomach for a game, a sport where human beings, large human beings, muscle filled human beings are flying at one another, you either have the stomach for that or you don't. And sometimes you might have to deal with the consequence knowing that these players understand that they're putting themselves at risk every time they take the field. That's all I'm asking. That's common sense. You either watch it or you don't. You can put all of the reasonable safety protocols out there that preserve the integrity of the sport. But if you go past that, then it's no longer the same sport. And that's going to be the eternal battle here. Yeah. It's, it's not going to be an easy one for them to figure out, but they're going to have to you – know, that's why smarter minds than us are on it, right? But Hopefully. I also think that what this is, this ataxia, this new protocol, this ain't it. Yeah. This ain't it because this is absolutely not sustainable. You are changing the potential outcome of games. Literally. When someone says, oh, that player stumbled, take their helmet, and they're sitting 75 feet in the air. That's not good enough. And a billion-dollar industry like the NFL, I don't know how they've gotten to that point. Their business ethic, their business ability, their marketing ability so much better than their on-field ability and how they present the sport because as clunky as they are on the field, it is amazing they've gotten to this point because this is clunky and this is bad and this presents bad football and a bad product and sends a bad message to players honestly, who put their backside on the line every Sunday to get a check and to go out there and support themselves and make a living. This is anti-that. This ataxia protocol is anti-that. And that ruins the integrity of the sport. It does. And to be shamed into it, the NFL being shamed into it, because people show fake concern for these players is nonsense. There's real concern. 
from some. From yeah. others, it's an excuse just to rip a team or rip the NFL. Yeah. The Tua thing spiraled out of control because it's trendy as hell to rip the Dolphins. It's trendy as hell to say, ah, they don't know what they're doing. Steven Ross is a fool. What an idiot. Ah, stupid, stupid team. That's why it snowballed the way it did. And then it turned into this scandal. And now it's why nobody cares that Teddy Bridgewater was pulled out with a nonsense overcorrection after one play because it's, well, well, Dolphins got theirs. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I, I think people would have had outrage if it was any quarterback, any team in the Tua situation. But, yeah. yeah. Checks and balances. Tua, he's divisive. The Dolphins, they're a blowtorch of scandal all the time. This was the perfect storm. The perfect storm. And here we are where we're letting someone 75 feet in the air say, oh, stumbled player. And then it ends their game. It's not good enough. It's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Breaking news. I also am in the NFL's concussion protocol. Hey, one of the biggest names in comedy, Jamie Kennedy is supporting comics crushing cancer with a special breast cancer awareness show at the Palm Beach Improv. Jamie Kennedy, the actor, the screenwriter, the stand-up comedian. You've seen him as Randy Meeks in the Scream franchise, Jamie Kennedy Experiment, and a ton of other films, including Romeo and Juliet, Bowfinger, and Malibu's Most Wanted. Tomorrow, you can see Jamie Kennedy, the comedian and podcaster right here in West Palm, the Palm Beach Improv, to benefit comics crushing cancer. Purchase tickets, comicscrushingcancer.org. And right now, we've got tickets for you to see Jamie Kennedy. Seventh caller, Jamie Kennedy, tomorrow night at the Palm Beach Improv. Jamie Kennedy, outstanding comedian, especially if you're my age. Jamie Kennedy's a big deal. Palm Beach Improv, seventh caller right now. Tickets to see him tomorrow night. Palm Beach Improv. Comedians crushing cancer. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Seventh caller. See Jamie Kennedy tomorrow night at the Palm Beach Improv. Theo Dorsey, he is a man who is going to rip your fantasy team. He hates your team that you root for. He doesn't like your favorite players either. He's a troll through and through. This is time for the Temple of Troll. Congregation, it's time to hear the good word. He prays for your sports pain. Rosiu then rejoices and preaches pettiness. Theo Dorsey is in his bully pulpit in the Temple of Troll. This is the last time I'm addressing this uh, publicly. This is the last time I need to even make mention of it because why continue to kick and beat a dead horse? The Carolina Panthers, this offseason when I announced I was leaving, I was ridiculed. I was called a bandwagon jumper. I told everybody I'm leaving because these guys are putting their faith and trust in Matt Rule and Baker Mayfield. And look at who the hell was right. You're one and four. Your coach is fired. Baker Mayfield is faking a leg injury because he's scared to be, you know, on notice for being benched for P.J. Walker. And now there's about to be a fire sale on the whole team and everybody wants Christian McCaffrey and D.J. Moore. Panthers fans, sorry to you. I left when the uh, when the getting was good. And hopefully you guys have better days ahead of you. But this is the last time I'm addressing those whack Panthers. 
Nostra Theo got it right. Come on. He knew what was coming with the Panthers. Chiefs kingdom, baby. And now he's full-fledged Chiefs. I will say this, Stone. Theo was managed to... He spent five weeks as a Chiefs fan, and he's already overwhelming as a Chiefs fan. <laughs> I mean, too much. he inherited cocky Chiefs DNA immediately. But, hey, but it's Bill's Mafia this coming Sunday, Ken. Oh, come on. Whoa. Whoa. I can't wait to pound those guys. Theo, Excuse me. Bye on that note. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Underdog Fantasy, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Mark Cuban, he's an investor. Kevin Durant, yep, he's an investor. And fantasy basketball is on the way. Enter the Double Dribble Tournament, win your share of $200,000 in total prizes. It is super easy. What you're doing this basketball season, you draft two guards, two wings, a big, a flex, 10 on the bench. That's all you have to do. The lineup is set for you each night. And again, you can win a share of $200,000. Stone's playing it. I'm playing it. Promo code WESTPALM, all one word. Get your deposit doubled up to $100 at Underdog Fantasy. UnderdogFantasy.com. Use the app. It is super easy. That's Underdog Fantasy, the best fantasy. UnderdogFantasy.com and the free Underdog Fantasy app. Stone, if we could, let's take a visit to the Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Hut! Green! Hut! Hut! Oh no, there's a man down. We are starting the divisional series in baseball, the postseason. One of the best stories, the most surprising stories, the Phillies, who are without David Robertson, their reliever. He strained his right calf, jumping up in the air when Bryce Harper homered against the Cardinals in the wild card round. No David Robertson injured while celebrating. Mm, He is mm, out mm, mm. for the division series. That one is tough to explain, and I'm for sure for David Robertson, it's tough with that going public. Yikes. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Here at Ken LaVica Live, we like to think we're on top of the news and we're bringing you the hard-hitting information that you need to make you a more informed American citizen. Mm. We cover the inconvenient news so you know exactly what to do when you head to the ballot box in November. It is time... To further our coverage of the Ataxia on America, the Miami Dolphins, Teddy Bridgewater saga. Teddy Bridgewater knocked out of the game after an apparent episode of Ataxia. One play on Sunday at MetLife Stadium against the Jets changed the entire, the entire complexity of the game. And now we're getting more information. 
as we continue our coverage of Ataxia on America, the Miami Dolphins, Teddy Bridgewater saga. It appears as if the spotter at MetLife Stadium was an athletic trainer mm. who has absolutely no training in neurology. Instead, an athletic trainer was hired as a spotter at MetLife Stadium. And after seeing the TV footage from WSVN in Miami, there was no stumble, no appreciable change in gait from Teddy Bridgewater. And the spotter higher top MetLife Stadium may have seen something that did not exist. Teddy Bridgewater, who is experiencing no concussion symptoms, who passed concussion protocol, and who says that he is 100% healthy, cannot even practice until Thursday because he is now in the expanded concussion protocols because an athletic trainer from the New York, New Jersey area said that he saw an episode of Ataxia with Teddy Bridgewater. All of those things I just said are truth. It's not just a bit. That's legitimately why Teddy Bridgewater can't practice through Thursday and why the Dolphins are in serious trouble with the Vikings coming down on Sunday. Teddy Bridgewater with Tua not available. Tua's only in part three of a five-part concussion protocol right now, so he's going to be a no-go against the Vikings. Teddy Bridgewater, who did not suffer a single injury on Sunday, but is in the concussion protocol for something somebody saw that didn't actually happen, that means Skylar Thompson's probably going to have to start the game for the Dolphins Sunday. This is a real thing in the NFL in 2022. Teddy can still, he can still play, though, right? He, he will be able to get through it. He can still play, it. but he's not going to practice it all this week, which is a massive problem. He can't practice until Thursday. Until Thursday. Can't get out on the practice field because he is stuck in concussion protocol for a concussion he doesn't have and didn't have. Mm. That is the overcorrection to what happened with Tua, and that's why this is damaging. Because you have someone who saw a stumble that wasn't actually a stumble. What happens if someone just gets up goes to celebrate, takes a step to his right, and the spotter says, oh, ataxia. How come we had several instances of guys hitting their head on Sunday and the only player who went into the spotter-affiliated concussion protocol because he showed ataxia was Teddy Bridgewater? This is how conspiracy theories start. A New York, New Jersey area employee employed by the NFL, an athletic trainer... Yep. Observing that Teddy Bridgewater had a taxi when he clearly didn't? How do you know? And I'm not saying this happened, but boy, doesn't this send the conspiracy theorists out that say, oh, Jets fan. Took Teddy Bridgewater out of the game. What's to say that's not going to take place mm. moving forward? Because you, need, you used to need to show pretty serious symptoms of a concussion for a spotter, a, an unaffiliated doctor. A doctor. That's the key word here. Doctor, not athletic trainer. Doctor, say, oh, there might be some issues there. Got to go into concussion protocol. And if they pass concussion protocol, they go back out onto the field. Great. Great. But now, you just take the guy's helmet if you see a taxia. That's a problem. Yeah, you see where there's a massive problem with that, right? I wonder, and, and you say an athletic trainer as the spotter, and, and I would assume you would have at least some kind of person that has, like, PhD, you know what I'm saying? Like some kind of person that well, has an MD. The person with MD, the person with PhD was in the blue tent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And administer yeah. the concussion protocol, which was passed with yeah. flying colors by Teddy Bridgewater. But because the spotter, the athletic trainer, said, oh, ataxia, by now, definition, new rule in the NFL, couldn't put Teddy back in the game. So the that's a doctor. problem. So 
we could be talking about somebody who is a high school football trainer in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. But they're on certified. Friday. Right. But then Sunday came and took a six-figure game check away from Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know if they're making six figures. No, no, six-figure game check away from Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. You're right, right, right. I know what needs to follow this. He's going to get paid. Legal action. Well, honestly, like, I I do think... This guy here. The NFL is going to... Or the Dolphins are going to tread lightly on this. They've already shown they're not going to fight it. Um, But, actually, you say it in jest, but it's not wrong. Not legal action, but the NFL... I mean... Why are we investigating this? If the NFLPA cares about head injuries so much, don't they care about guys getting theirs as well, mm-hmm. getting their money as well? Teddy's Teddy, not losing any money. How's he losing money from this? What if he doesn't hit certain incentive bonuses because he didn't play against the Jets? Yeah, or he didn't get that game check, mm-hmm. which, which he yeah. told his family that he was going to get. He was going to be able to pay. He is going to get the check is clearing. But any missed game, <laughs> any, any, missed, the game any missed possible production. An incentive, yes. Yeah. He, he did miss on – if there are incentives that he needs to hit in his contract, um, which there probably are but some, but yeah, also he missed out too, on that. Just from a wider scope, the NFL is in business now with sports books. Sports betting is a very real thing that the NFL lives on now. You can't tell me that Teddy Bridgewater going out on the first play of the game after – showing symptoms of something that was never there. In fact, a symptom that was never there. That took him out of the game one play in didn't affect the outcome of Sunday's Dolphins-Jets game. If I was a better, if I was the NFL, I would be furious right now. You can't live in the sports betting world and have this willy-nilly, fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants approach to taking players out of the game. You just can't do it. You can't. Yeah. I mean... There's going to be, like you said, there was overcorrection post the tour injury. There, there has to be some kind of medium happy ground that we're going to find in, in the coming weeks. I don't expect it to happen fast because the NFL has shown itself to stumble over issues like this time and time again. No but eventually, intended. oh, yeah, I forgot. They, the stumbling is how we got here. Yeah, I'm so, sometimes you just do it and you're not even trying. No, it was mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Like a taxi. Like a taxi. Ah. Yeah, see? It all ties together. Isn't a roll. I just wanted to. I just <laughs> wanted to to get your feel, though. Chris Whittingham uh, of the Lebetard Show. Uh, he said something this morning that, and I am I am a huge Chris Whittingham fan. He is an ultra talented human being, but I think that this is the easiest simpleton approach to head injuries in the NFL and to preventing head injuries in the NFL. And I think that this is fantasy land stuff from Chris Whittingham. Let's hear it. You're trying to strike this delicate balance of people freak out. There's a they're showing a fan with his veins. Chiefs visor guy had a moment last night. Pulsating because the game isn't rough enough. And then when the game gets too rough, people like we are emotionally dealing with trauma on both sides. And I think for me. What, what happened with Teddy Bridgewater was not an overcorrection. It was just a correction. And I, I do think that if you are being too safe with head injuries, you're being appropriately safe because we uh. know the impacts of double impact syndrome. We know how dangerous this can be. And so for me, the, the notion that this is an overcorrection, yeah, we don't we can't diagnose a concussion in real time. It's impossible. They have tests. They don't always work. And so you pull the guy out of the game because you don't want a guy to have two concussions in an hour. He might die. This is the reason it is an overcorrection, because if that's the standard. So what Chris Whittingham is saying is that, hey, you just can never be too safe. And so 
if you suspect it, then, hey, being too safe is better than not being safe at all. Except this sport doesn't exist if that's the way that you're going to operate. Right. It can't because you could have someone sprain an ankle and go tumbling to the turf and they get up and they stumble. Up, oh, ataxia, concussion protocol. Can't be too safe, right? Meanwhile, you haven't expanded the rosters. You have players dropping like flies. They're not hitting incentives in their contract. It's ruining the quality of the sport. It's completely taken away from the sport. You've opened a Pandora's box. This new, and it is an overcorrection, is bad for the game of football. The priority should always be player safety, but again, common sense and with reason. This is not common sense. This is reason. This is a vast, vast panic reaction to something that took place that looked ugly, but every indication was... All the protocols were followed cleanly. And you may just have to eat it that what happened to Tua is something that could occasionally take place. But fine, extrapolate it to every sport. Chris Whittingham, he is the the radio voice of Inter-Miami. So every time a player in soccer heads the ball and doesn't land cleanly on the ground after heading the ball, should we apply what the NFL is doing to soccer? Immediately that player has to come off the pitch and they're done? You only get five substitutions. Start burning substitutions every time somebody stumbles after heading the ball. Forget not having for, for forget not making any contact head to head with another player. You've made head contact with something. So what if there's stumble there? What if there's a taxi there? Forget the NFL. But hey, in Chris Whittingham's world in sports, you can never be too safe. Yeah. So why don't we apply that to soccer? Where every time someone heads the ball and they don't have the most clean dismount. Coming back down from putting their head on the ball. Sometimes the the velocity on that ball, extremely high. Shouldn't we take them out of the game? See why that doesn't stand up? It, it, it just, it's not logical and it's not realistic. Uh, you, you say that, but in order for there to be a middle ground reached here, there has to be some people on far on one side and there has to be people on far on, one, on the other side. And then you find that, again, happy medium. I'm not mad at what he's saying. No. Somebody has to be pro-player safety but guy that's all through and through. <laughs> right, but that's not realistic. That, that not, is fantasy land uh, analysis. It's also not realistic for us to go back to the way that they were playing in the 80s and 90s. So it's like... No, and I'm not saying they should, but I also feel like if you pass a concussion protocol... You play the game. Unfortunately, it, the way this sport is played... Now, if there's any doubts, the doctor can intervene and say, hey, they can't pass the concussion protocol, but this is what concerned me Somebody, in the immediate aftermath. I think between, if we want to go back to what started all of this, somebody should have stepped in, and I know the Dolphins are cleared of any wrongdoing. It's because maybe the protocol were too loose, but between the two, a thing that happened Sunday and then again Thursday, somebody in their right mind should have stepped in and stopped that from happening, from him suiting back up. So then I, I think you need to give these head coaches almost a quota for, for players they need to pull out of games like and give not reward them, but... For instance, Salah needed to have pulled Braxton Berrios out mm-hmm. of the game yeah. and then talking in his post-game presser that, hey, I felt like Braxton wasn't able to go based off of what he showed me. I think coaches need to start pulling a certain amount of players out of games based off of what they feel. Maybe that would appease yeah. NFL player safety people and whatnot. Like make them just not overlook something or find them if they don't catch it. But as far as keeping people out of games, that's it's not okay. Yeah. I, I, just, I don't know how it's sustainable. The, the NFL operating like this, at the end of the day, you either go over the top with player protection or you just don't have the sport. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. 
You know, but, that, and, the, the, but the latter is is not the latter's not going to happen because yeah. we're talking about a billion dollar industry. So you better start figuring it out. Whether you have the stomach for a game, a sport where human beings, large human beings, muscle filled human beings are flying at one another, you either have the stomach for that or you don't. And sometimes you might have to deal with the consequence knowing that these players understand that they're putting themselves at risk every time they take the field. That's all I'm asking. That's common sense. You either watch it or you don't. You can put all of the reasonable safety protocols out there that preserve the integrity of the sport. But if you go past that, then it's no longer the same sport. And that's going to be the eternal battle here. Yeah. It's it's not going to be an easy one for them to figure out, but they're going to have to. You know, that's why smarter minds than us are on it, right? But Hopefully. I also think that what this is, this ataxia, this new protocol, this ain't it. Yeah. This ain't it because this is absolutely not sustainable. You are changing the potential outcome of games. Literally. When someone says, oh, that player stumbled, take their helmet, and they're sitting 75 feet in the air. That's not good enough. And a billion-dollar industry like the NFL – I don't know how they've gotten to that point. Their business ethic, their business ability, their marketing ability so much better than their on-field ability and how they present the sport because as clunky as they are on the field, it is amazing they've gotten to this point because this is clunky and this is bad and this presents bad football and a bad product and sends a bad message to players, honestly, who put their backside on the line every Sunday to get a check and to go out there and support themselves and make a living. This is anti-that. This ataxia protocol is anti-that. And that ruins the integrity of the sport. It does. And to be shamed into it, the NFL being shamed into it, because people f- show fake concern for these players, is nonsense. There's real concern. From some. From yeah. others, it's an excuse just to rip a team or rip the NFL. Yeah. The Tua thing spiraled out of control because it's trendy as hell to rip the Dolphins. It's trendy as hell to say, ah, they don't know what they're doing. Steven Ross is a fool. What an idiot. Ah, stupid, stupid team. That's why it snowballed the way it did. And then it turned into this scandal. And now it's why nobody cares that Teddy Bridgewater was pulled out with a nonsense overcorrection after one play because it's, well, well, Dolphins got theirs. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I, I think people would have had outrage if it was any quarterback, any team in the Tua situation. But, yeah. yeah. Checks and balances. Tua, he's divisive. The Dolphins, they're a blowtorch of scandal all the time. This was the perfect storm. The perfect storm. And here we are where we're letting someone 75 feet in the air say, oh, stumbled player. And then it ends their game. It's not good enough. It's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Breaking news. I also am in the NFL's concussion protocol. Hey, one of the biggest names in comedy, Jamie Kennedy. Is supporting comics crushing cancer with a special breast cancer awareness show at the Palm Beach Improv. Jamie Kennedy, the actor, the screenwriter, the stand-up comedian. You've seen him as Randy Meeks in the Scream franchise, Jamie Kennedy Experiment. 
and a ton of other films, including Romeo and Juliet, Bowfinger, and Malibu's Most Wanted. Tomorrow, you can see Jamie Kennedy, the comedian and podcaster right here in West Palm, the Palm Beach Improv, to benefit Comics Crushing Cancer. Purchase tickets, comicscrushingcancer.org. And right now, we've got tickets for you to see Jamie Kennedy. Seventh caller, Jamie Kennedy, tomorrow night. At the Palm Beach Improv, Jamie Kennedy, outstanding comedian, especially if you're my age, Jamie Kennedy's a big deal. Palm Beach Improv, seventh caller right now. Tickets to see him tomorrow night. Palm Beach Improv, comedians crushing cancer, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, seventh caller. See Jamie Kennedy tomorrow night at the Palm Beach Improv. Theo Dorsey, he is a man who is going to rip your fantasy team. He hates your team that you root for. He doesn't like your favorite players either. He's a troll through and through. This is time for the Temple of Troll. Congregation, it's time to hear the good word. He prays for your sports pain. Rocio then rejoices and preaches pettiness. Theo Dorsey is in his bully pulpit in the Temple of Troll. This is the last time I'm addressing this uh, publicly. This is the last time I need to even make mention of it because why continue to kick and beat a dead horse? The Carolina Panthers, this offseason when I announced I was leaving, I was ridiculed. I was called a bandwagon jumper. I told everybody I'm leaving because these guys are putting their faith and trust in Matt Rule and Baker Mayfield. And look at who the hell was right. You're one and four. Your coach is fired. Baker Mayfield is faking a leg injury because he's scared to be, you know, on notice for being benched for P.J. Walker, and now there's about to be a fire sale on the whole team, and everybody wants Christian McCaffrey and D.J. Moore. Panthers fans, sorry to you. I left when the uh, when the getting was good, and hopefully you guys have better days ahead of you, but this is the last time I'm addressing those whack Panthers. Nostra Theo got it right. Come on. He knew what was coming with the Panthers. Chiefs kingdom, baby. And now he's full-fledged Chiefs. I will say this, Stone. Theo has managed to – he spent five weeks as a Chiefs fan, and he's already overwhelming as a Chiefs fan. (laughs) I mean, he inherited cocky Chiefs DNA immediately. But, hey, but it's Bill's Mafia this coming Sunday, Ken. Oh, come on. I can't wait to pound those guys. Theo, that's Stone. (laughs) Excuse me. Bye on that note. X3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Breaking news. I also am in the NFL's concussion protocol. Hey, one of the biggest names in comedy, Jamie Kennedy, is supporting comics crushing cancer with a special breast cancer awareness show at the Palm Beach Improv. Jamie Kennedy, the actor, the screenwriter, the stand-up comedian. You've seen him as Randy Meeks in the Scream franchise, Jamie Kennedy Experiment, and a ton of other films, including Romeo and Juliet, Bowfinger, and Malibu's Most Wanted. Tomorrow, you can see Jamie Kennedy, the comedian and podcaster right here in West Palm, the Palm Beach Improv, to benefit Comics Crushing Cancer. Purchase tickets, comicscrushingcancer.org. And right now, we've got tickets for you. To see Jamie Kennedy, seventh caller, Jamie Kennedy, tomorrow night at the Palm Beach Improv. Jamie Kennedy, outstanding comedian, especially if you're my age, Jamie Kennedy's a big deal. Palm Beach Improv, seventh caller right now. Tickets to see him tomorrow night, Palm Beach Improv. Comedians crushing cancer, 
Seventh caller sees Jamie Kennedy tomorrow night at the Palm Beach Improv. Theo Dorsey, he is a man who is going to rip your fantasy team. He hates your team that you root for. He doesn't like your favorite players either. He's a troll through and through. This is time for the Temple of Troll. Congregation, it's time to hear the good word. He prays for your sports pain. Rosiu then rejoices and preaches pettiness. Theo Dorsey is in his bully pulpit in the Temple of Troll. This is the last time I'm addressing this uh, publicly. This is the last time I need to even make mention of it because why continue to kick and beat a dead horse? The Carolina Panthers, this offseason when I announced I was leaving, I was ridiculed. I was called a bandwagon jumper. I told everybody I'm leaving because these guys are putting their faith and trust in Matt Rule and Baker Mayfield. And look at who the hell was right. You're one and four. Your coach is fired. Baker Mayfield is faking a leg injury because he's scared to be, you know, on notice for being benched for P.J. Walker. And now there's about to be a fire sale on the whole team and everybody wants Christian McCaffrey and D.J. Moore. Panthers fans, sorry to you. I left when the uh, when the getting was good. And hopefully you guys have better days ahead of you. But this is the last time I'm addressing those whack Panthers. Nostra Theo got it right. Come on. He knew what was coming with the Panthers. Chiefs kingdom, baby. And now he's full-fledged Chiefs. I will say this, Stone. Theo has managed to – he spent five weeks as a Chiefs fan, and he's already overwhelming as a Chiefs fan. (laughs) Way too much. He inherited cocky Chiefs DNA immediately. But, hey, but it's Bill's Mafia this coming Sunday, Ken. Oh, come on. I can't wait to pound those guys. Theo, that's (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Bye on that note.